and greetings. It's uh, Your Life Choices and it's Mind Your Own Retirement podcast from your friends from Your Life Choices, the website and e-newsletters. Me, John Deeks, and on the line, still in isolation, doing it so well, though, Janelle Ward. Hello, Janelle. Hello, John. How are you going there? You st- you're handling it now. You can have five people over. Who were the first five? <laughs> well, my grandies. I've got to have the grandies over. Of I haven't course. seen them for quite a while. So age three and five. So now, Grace and Rose will be over. What Mostly did, followed by how, other grandies. How, how did you explain to them? How, how are they being explained to? that? It's the bad cold and oh. it's just keeping us all safe. So not too alarmist. But it's the bad cold, yeah. So that, they can't go to the playground, etc. That's that's a good way. Um, I, I take it they're not fourteen or twenty-four or something. No, there. no. <laughs> keep it keep it simple, stupid, isn't it? That's why you've <laughs> got me. Do, that's why you've got yeah, me doing exactly. mind your own retirement. <laughs> um, now, Janelle, we've got uh, a fun show coming up, and you, you are still in isolation, which is why you're not across the uh, the desk with me speaking uh, on the the other microphones. Yeah. Um, but we yes. we're going to be talking uh, money, health, and fashion, but first up with money, we've got uh, a good friend from Choice coming up. Uh, what specifically will we be talking to, uh, to Patrick about? Patrick is going to tell us about their campaign to try to get credit card interest rates reduced. Because a lot of credit cards are still um, charging, you know, up towards 20%. Ouch. When Oh, it's, um, it's almost criminal. So it's in good hands, this campaign with Choice. So He'll explain exactly how they're going about it and really why we should all get behind the campaign. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll have a chat to Patrick about that and take uh, Choices, uh, take on that. And, of course, Choice is a great friend of your life, Choices. Oh, and Choice is great. They are fantastic. Uh, my sister sadly passed away. My elderly sister passed away up at Kangaroo Flat near Bendigo some uh, three weeks ago. And, oh, um, sorry to hear that. Yeah, John. and uh, I was one of the fortunate ones to be able to go to her funeral up there. My other sister is actually a minister and she took the service, but there was very few of us there. So we're going to have a chat to uh, Kale Donovan, who's from the Bear Cremation, founder of Bear Cremation. What is that about? Well, Bear Cremation is how you can have a wonderful funeral service um, at minimal cost. So he will explain that, but he'll also talk about as you said, how coronavirus is changing the grieving process and what we're allowed to do and, and so forth. But he will mention, no doubt, that that sense of guilt we get if we see the price of a funeral for our loved one and we think, oh, gulp, what do we do now? That And you just should not feel guilty about not being able to afford a whiz-bang, you know, yeah. gold handles and all funerals. So he, he'll tell us how the industry's adjusting and and options available. As you know, I'm a, uh, a dedicated follower of fashion, to quote a very old song from way back when uh, by the Kinks. Um, but uh, as you know, I am Mr. Fashion. Hello, are you still there? I love your shorts, John. Knock, John, knock. John. Oh, boy, that, that, that hey, stopped you. Have you got you. your shorts and runners on today, John? Why can't you come and talk to Rebecca as well? Because we're going to be speaking to somebody who was the beauty editor of yours, Women's Day and FHM magazines, and she knows all about style. And oh, I need Rebecca I need you here yet. beside me no. with, a, with a G and T. Hey, John, I'd be no help either. So You're, I, you I, do I, not. I'm glad Rebecca is in your tender love and hand because oh. I'll be listing avidly to get the tips that I need to have 
before I venture back out into the uh, into the workplace. If there's one question you would have asked Rebecca, what would it have been? Oh, because I'll spot. ask it on your behalf. Well, it would be when do we need to know how to change our fashion style? Like at what oh, age? Oh, okay, I mean, that, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah. Can, yeah can, can I just sort of like throw caution to the wind? And if I want to wear my my jeans, my tight you know, skinny jeans out. Am I still allowed to or is it just a bit, oh, no, don't do it anymore? And my question will be to her, when is it correct to give an honest answer when your partner says, do these jeans make my bum look big? (laughs) Take care, Janelle. We'll speak to you soon, my darling. Okay, thanks, John. Bye-bye. Okay, she's one of the bosses there at Your Life Choices, the website and e-newsletter. In fact, she looks after all the e-newsletters. It's Mind Your Own Retirement with me, John Deeks, flying solo today. Coming up next, we're talking money. And as uh, we mentioned with Janelle Ward from Your Life Choices, here on Mind Your Own Retirement, a very good friend of Your Life Choices is Choice magazine. It's been around for a long time and has been helping so many people for so long. Patrick uh, Veray is on the line now from Choice. He's um, he's the finance guy. He cares deeply about restoring well, the power and balance that big financial corporations have over people. He is a very well-learned man. And Patrick is on the line right now from Sydney. Welcome, Patrick, to Mind Your Own Retirement. Hi, John. Great to be here. We're talking about the fact that uh, some banks and institutions, financial institutions, are charging exorbitant amount of interest on credit card purchases. Explain more, sir. That's right. Um, In our research, we've found all the major banks have high interest credit cards in excess of 20%. And we think this is simply unfair, yeah. They're not regulated at all by um, the Commonwealth or...? No, they remain unregulated. And especially right now when the cash rate is at such a low level, um, it's at a historic low level of 0.25%. And our research has found that the banks haven't lowered the rate on these credit cards and they remain eye-wateringly high. The banks would, of course, say, well, we have to charge interest somewhere because in the, the cash rate is so low. We're not making money on this and that. So this is a way of uh, making a lot of money for our shareholders. Exactly. And we, we think it's particularly unfair for people with credit cards. There's been relief granted to people with mortgages and anyone with a mortgage, uh, their rate has dropped down considerably, but there's been no relief at all for credit card holders. What can uh, the average person do when they uh, suddenly realise they're getting a, a hefty old um, interest rate on their credit cards? Yeah, look, I would, I would encourage listeners to go and just check their statement to see what the interest rate is. And I would encourage them just to call the bank. I know the bank's a little swamped right now um, with requests for COVID-19, but just call your bank and say, look, I'm thinking of changing cards. Uh, I'm look, thinking of switching banks. What's the best rate that you could give me? Well, of course, the best rate and the best way to do it, of course, is if possible to pay it to zero each time, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, that's our advice. Yeah, that brings me to another point. Um, a lot of people, of course, for whatever reason, aren't able to do that. That's understandable. But gosh, the uh, the proliferation of uh, the afterpays and um, the the products that are out there for people to to buy things and pay later. Um, what kind of rates are they charging? Yeah, so afterpay and these buy now pay letters actually skirt responsible lending laws because they don't charge interest rates. Uh-huh. What they do is they charge late fees. And according to this law, um, which is the National Credit Act, you can only uh, be caught by this or captured by this legislation if you charge interest rates. Um, and so what we've found is there are a lot of people 
who have multiple debts, multiple providers contacting them, and they accrue a lot of late fees, and these get sold on for debt collectors, but no, there's no interest rate. So they make their money by you not paying on the due date, and they charge a fee for your late exactly. payment. Exactly. Year on year, that's been increasing. Uh, a lot of the companies have said, no, this is not how we make money. But if you look at the financial records of these companies, and every year this increases more and more. It becomes a greater percentage of their income. Uh, I remember last year there was a lot of talk on various programs on TV, the current affair type programs, about the payday payments or payday lenders. Oh, payday lending, yeah. Now, that, yeah. That's, that's a real horror. Talk to me through that. Yeah, this is something that is is at the real extreme end of institutions profiting off people. And payday lenders market themselves as a quick tie of a loan. But the truth is that the interest rate they charge is over 400% a year. Ouch. Yeah, and they target vulnerable people. And we've noticed recently, and a lot of financial counselors and community legal centers have noticed that payday lenders have now shifted their marketing towards like kind of preying on people during, during COVID-19. How are they doing that? Through their marketing, through the language that they use, say, you know, are you struggling because of COVID? Get a payday loan. But there is a solution. There is a bill that has been sitting in Parliament for a number of years. I think it's now over a thousand days that the federal government is considering. And there's been a number of payday lending lobbyists who have prevented this bill from passing. So what that would do would greatly reduce the interest rate and have a lot more protections for vulnerable people who have to access these products. We've been through a, a massive uh, uh, look at the banks and other financial mm. institutions. Is there any call for a, a further inquiry to expand to cover people such as that? With payday lending, mm. there's been a number of Senate inquiries into payday lending, and the evidence is there, like the impact on people. Just one can only imagine the pressure of having a 400% interest rate oh, loom over ridiculous. your head, just, especially just vulnerable ridiculous. people. Yeah, and I think it's really incumbent on the government to act, especially during COVID, during this current crisis, when you know people are, are struggling financially and are looking to, 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 to for some money to tie them over. Patrick, as always, choices at the forefront of uh, looking after consumers' interests, and we know that. Where can people go to find out more about uh, what they could be doing? Yeah, I'd encourage you to go to the choice.com.au website um, and go onto the banking and finance section. In particular, we've put together one article with a number of tips and resources that people can do, um, especially around the coronavirus period. But more broadly, there are tips around credit cards, watching out for balance transfers, and a number of help, helpful assistance for you there. Patrick, um, thank you so much indeed. We're going to put up the, that link on our Your Life Choices website, as always. And as always, uh, we're indebted to you and the good folks at Choice who've been going so long and protecting us for so many years, everything from washing machines to soap powder to the complexities of the financial institutions. Uh, Patrick uh, Vaday, thank you so much and uh, be well and look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it. It's Mind Your Own Retirement and uh, as I mentioned to Janelle Ward a little earlier in the program, uh, sadly my sister passed away, uh, my elderly sister, some uh, four weeks ago now. So this is something that's a little close to my heart. And I'm speaking to Kale Donovan, the co-founder of Bear Cremation. Welcome, Kale. Hi, John. How are you? I'm well, I'm happy to say. Uh, but tell me, and I could go through the whole list, but I'd like you to explain to me what 
bear creation, cremation rather, is? Yeah, so, I mean, bear cremation offers a direct cremation service. And a direct cremation service is really a simple, elegant cremation that's non-attended that uh, takes place separately from any sort of memorial ceremony. What normal costs would one incur in a, I don't know, how would you call it, a a standard cremation uh, procedure? The average cost of a funeral in Australia, more broadly, is around $8,000 currently. And so our our service offering is, our average service offering across Australia is, is around $1,800. Wow. Um, so obviously substantially cheaper yeah, than, than traditional funerals. So what am I not getting as opposed to the $8,000 average? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great question. So um, as I mentioned, a direct motion service is, um, you know, think of that as uh, the things that need to happen when, when someone does pass away. So there are things like logistics and paperwork and other things. Mm. Um, and then separately there's a memorial, which I think a lot of people associate with you know, the, the funeral service where people attend. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the, I guess funerals now are changing. Um, traditionally, you know, those things like the logistics of the cremation and the memorial were really conflated together. And so they were bundled together all in one price in this overall funeral service. What we're doing is really decoupling those two things. So we're offering the, the direct cremation service and really allowing the family or others to coordinate that memorial, which is really fitting and unique and personalised. So we take care of all the stuff that needs to happen and, again, allow that sort of greenfield space for the family to organise a really fitting memorial. Do you find that uh, during the COVID uh, situation that we find ourselves in that uh, your services are more required? Yeah, the, I mean, the popularity of direct cremation certainly is is increasing. It's been increasing um, rapidly over the last decade, actually. I think COVID has really accelerated that. Mm. And you know, obviously with social distancing restrictions and other measures that are in place, it's really um, really making people uh, think about how they arrange a funeral and that they don't have to necessarily have the cremation and the memorial in the same place at the same time, all bundled together. They can actually do the cremation now and then have some time to really think through what's fitting, what's unique for for someone and and then plan that memorial at a later date. So COVID has certainly accelerated it, but it's definitely definitely a relatively popular uh, thing to do already in Australia. Yes, that's something that has happened uh, with our family, Kale, because um, the kids are spread all around the world. I'm speaking of my sister passing away and her kids are all around the world. Once the situation allows more people to come together, there will be a, a group memorial for her, mm. although she has already been uh, been cremated. Do people feel uh, some guilt at trying to keep funeral costs down, Kale? Is it, how, do, how do you work through the education process? I think the, the reality is right now many people do. Like there's, again, there's historically been this implied relationship between how much you spend and then how much you love someone. Right, and it's really, really important that we move away from this idea. Like the most important thing about the arrangement of you know, a funeral and a memorial is that that person's really honoured and celebrated, right? You know, in a personalised way, the way that they would want. And so that doesn't necessarily have to be expensive. 
And so, like, it's really sort of why we started the business was that we wanted to make the cremation part of this really affordable, transparent, and try and take as much stress off people so they can focus on the important part, which is how they're remembered. Uh, interestingly now, I think you know, a lot of people are prepaying. When we talk to them, actually, um, the main reason for doing it is not cost. It's actually more about the alleviation of stress on their family. It's really mm-hmm. empowering, right? Like having a plan and sort of coordinating it, paying for it. And then also, yeah, the, you know, the price does come into it. So having some additional funds to be able to you know, spend on the grandkids' first car or you know, blow it themselves on an amazing holiday, like that's the way, that's where their money should be going, not over, over bloated funeral costs. We'll give out your uh, website shortly, but um, just to last question, just lead me through this in a nice, simple way so everyone can understand it. Uh, a loved one passes away. Where do you come in? Yeah, so, I mean, when someone does pass away, um, you know, we get contacted immediately and then we uh, straight away go and um, collect from wherever that person has passed. And, you know, that can be any time, day or night, um, from any location. But we then take... Yeah, you know, you love one into our care. Uh, we prepare them for the cremation. There's actually um, a number of paperwork or a number of documents, should I say, that, that need to be completed. So we step through that process and, and make that as seamless as possible. Uh, we then perform the cremation and return the ashes uh, back to the family, um, all in a very seamless, supported way uh, that typically takes you know, around around seven days. Mm. And as you say. Uh it feels awful to putting you know a cost on all these things, but uh, where a normal cremation may cost and funeral itself uh, up around the eight, average eight thousand uh, dollars, bare cremation talking about eighteen hundred. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it was really important to us. We again, we started the business on the back of personal experience, and we found that when we did arrange funerals, uh, it was overpriced. We found it was really you know, not what we wanted overall, mm-hmm. and the process felt really stressful. So, you know, we started the business to alleviate some of those problems, or hopefully all of those problems, and to really make it kill family, make families feel really supported, uh, make the process as seamless as possible, but ultimately not pass on any cost to the families as part of that. How, can, sure our, that how can our members of uh, Your Life Choices get in touch with you, Kale? Yeah, sure. So they can call us anytime on 1800 202 901 or uh, freely visit the website bearcremation.com.au. Kale Donovan, the co-founder of Bear Cremation, uh, thank you so much for giving up your time today and uh, good luck into the future and a very delicate subject and I hope we've covered all the issues. Take care. My pleasure. Thanks, John. Well, now, this is a, an interview I'm a bit nervous about doing because it's all about fashion going to be speaking to an expert when it comes to fashion. Hello, Rebecca speaking. Rebecca O'Hearn. It's John Deeks here from Your Life Choices website. Mind Your Own Retirement is the podcast. You're on the air right now and I'm in deep trouble. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you have had a, and I quote, a long career in fashion and beauty as an editor of uh, Yours, Women's Day, FHM magazine. You've styled some fabulous and famous faces and you're obsessed with making women of all ages feel confident that their wardrobe and beauty choices are the best they can be, Rebecca O'Hearn. Absolutely. I definitely am. I will be quiet and let you talk and tell me all about why you think many of your clients have found themselves um, lost with their style because 
I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Rebecca, I am lost because if my partner says to me, how do you think I look in this? Or do these jeans make my bum look big? <laughs> what, what do us poor mere males say? It can be dangerous territory sometimes, or at least it can feel like it. When somebody's not feeling good about themselves, uh, I mean, as women, we can often find a way to sort of look for the negative side, unfortunately. But that's sort of the part that I get obsessed with is the, like, styling can be a little bit of psychology as well. Yeah. Um, it usually comes from a lack of confidence. It's not about a trend or a fashion thing. It's about sort of getting the wheels in motion and believing in yourself again and having the confidence to just choose what you're drawn to and wear it happily. Hey, and hey, Rebecca, yes? is it true that women dress for other women? Definitely. Oh, mm. certainly. I Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell me, are you allowed to tell me some of your clients that you've styled for or is that uh, a trade secret? Did you have to sign uh, a confidential? No, not at all. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I'd love to know. Well, in terms of the names that you'd know, it was when I was working on sort of the big weekly magazines. And so um, I was lucky enough to um, style Lisa Wilkinson. Oh, fabulous. For a cover shoot. She's, she's class. She was absolute class. And she's somebody who, she definitely has her own taste, but she's still happy to try new things. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that um, sort of general confidence comes in, where you can trust that you know if it works for you or not. And she was very happy to say if it didn't, but um, really open to trying things, which I thought was fabulous. But she just had certain prerequisites about what she liked, which that's what I believe in finding. You should find your limits. Yeah, I feel so in- ill-equipped to conduct this interview, <laughs> Rebecca. But um, I, <laughs> fortunately, Janelle Ward from Your Life Choices given me some questions here. Uh, and so, you know, this is not me being clever. This is her question. What is your general <laughs> advice to help people get out of their style rut? I'm a very visual person, so I provide visual cues for people. So if we're talking about a woman who's a little bit lost with her style, I've developed four types of fashion guides, and I will present to you, they're the boho style, an artsy style, a sea changer style, and just a classic style. And you, we will work together to pick pieces from each of those that you like and you will very intuitively end up developing your own personal style from each of these four types. Mm -hmm. And so I can use celebrities as examples. Um, For example, Boho, I would say Dame Judi Dench does that very well. She's got fabulous. Yes. And everybody loves Judi Dench as they should. And her style is also impeccable. She's very much honed her style. And so you can take pieces of that if you like her style. The artsy sort of, that's a bit more eccentric. You know, always great specs. I would say Diane Keaton is a perfect example of that. She's almost got a uniform. Um, you don't have to have a uniform. She's very eclectic and confident with her choices. Then what I call is a sea changer. This is a really Australian style to me. So I think a lot of Aussie women fall a little bit into this. And that to me is a really fresh look, often starting with white you know, a great white pen and a beautiful statement floral blouse and soft colours to complement that blouse. Somebody who does that a lot is Goldie Horn in sort of the American inspiration, but also our local Linda Granger. She, I would say she has that as sort of a uniform and she's a great inspiration for that. And lastly is your classic. And so that's really simple styling, but you probably more focused on the shapes and the cuts to get right for you. Like so a, an amazing white 
button shirt that you love that sounds simple, but it's your favorite and it lasts and you wear it a lot with great black pants or a simple belt or, you know, little slip on flats, very, very, very simplified styling sort of the Lauren Hutton sort of of the world. She does a very relaxed version of that and it gets, it can get a little bit preppy. It's very neat and clean. But what I do is you start with those four inspirations and you go, well, I like this from that. I don't like this from that. And you start pulling from column A, column B. And next thing you know, you've, you've got your own little style going. And that's sort of your foundation pieces to get out to the shops and be confident of what works for you and don't be distracted for what you know doesn't. It's really personal. <laughs> Rebecca O'Hearn is a style guru. There you are. You're, you're now a style guru. And, I like uh, the guru, yes. <laughs> Rebecca is talking about uh, style and fashion for specifically our over 50s. For somebody on a tight budget, because many of our Your Life Choices members mightn't uh, be fully flush with funds, um, what are some of the basic tips for those who, who don't have a lot of money to spend? Yes. You know, I'm in that league and I think a lot of people are feeling that at the moment too and like lucky for us a lot of even the big department stores are doing really well with the women's fashion lately and even better they have a huge size size range most of their range will go from sort of 8 to 18 and then they have some of them follow through up to 24 and they're usually really affordable and the key though to be able to shop at those places is going back to defining your style so walk in knowing what you want. Don't walk in going, I'm going to let the shop tell me. Mm. You tell the shop. (laughs) And although we all love a sale, don't get caught up in a great buy if it's not in the realm of your style because, I mean, I have to say I've done that. (laughs) And, and, and of course, uh, one of the biggest things is remember beauty starts from within. Yes, it absolutely does. Now, didn't I see... Who was on the front of Vogue? Was it was it Dame Judi Dench just recently? It sure was. Yep, How eighty-five about years old. That? Eighty-five. Imagine if you'd have told the twenty-year-old Dame or Judi Dench back in those days that uh, you know, yep. in, in, in when you're eighty-five, you're going to be gracing the front of Vogue. Isn't that sensational? Doesn't that say something about how far we've come? Absolutely. And she looked beautiful. And they didn't try and you know, put it on a certain angle or, you know, retouch too much or anything like that. And she looked, <laughs> you know, I don't like using the word age appropriate, but I know what you're she saying. looked lovely, yeah. you know, and she didn't look like they were trying to dress her in a super crazy Vogue outfit, which would be fun too if you wanted to do that as well, I guess. But I just thought it was fabulous. 85 go, years old. Go her. Confident. And I just yeah. saw her in a fabulous um, movie that's uh, on one of the the pay-per-views and it was just fantastic. I think it was Red Judy as well or Red Jane. It's a fantastic movie. Anyway, take care. Tell people to go to your website, which is? Yes, it's smartcasualclassic.com. One word, smartcasualclassic.com. Rebecca O'Hearn, I hope I have survived this interview um, <laughs> with, a, with a little bit of integrity. So thank you so much for giving up your time and, and being so wonderful to, to accept my very um, uneducated uh, questions. No, we're all, we all start somewhere. I'll have you in no time. <laughs> thank, thanks, Rebecca. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, folks, I hope you've enjoyed your life choices podcast mind your own retirement uh, for today thank you to janelle ward 
from Your Life Choices for coming on at the start. And all the information of the podcast you've heard is on Your Life Choices website. We've got so many wonderful members and we'd like always to have more. So please do encourage your friends to join us at Your Life Choices .com.au absolutely free there's no charge no one's going to come asking for money you're just welcome to be part of this wonderful community thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time for our next podcast Mind Your Own Retirement <music>